you're listening to Contraindicated, a podcast dedicated to rethinking the systems that perpetuate health injustice. This program has been made possible by the UCSF UC Hastings Consortium on Law, Science, and Health Policy. I'm Sarah Hooper, Executive Director of the UCSF UC Hastings Consortium on Law, Science, and Health Policy, and a lecturer at UC Hastings Law. And I'm Arika Smith, now the Director of Communications for the California Preterm Birth Initiative at UCSF, though I was with the Communications Department at UC Hastings when we started this project. Previously, I hosted the podcast Law in the Pandemic with Drew Amerson of Lex Lab. Sarah, you were a guest on two episodes, which is how we met. That series was centered on examining a wide range of legal issues related to our global public health crisis and the ongoing response. Yeah, when I was a guest, I spoke about advanced care planning and health disparities in COVID. Health disparities kept coming up over the course of the 20 episodes. As that project was concluding, it became clear to me that a podcast on health injustice would be a natural next step because the pandemic shone a bright light on health disparities and how they are tied to underlying racial and social injustice. You, given your work with the consortium, are a natural partner for Contraindicated. Will you talk about your experience working on health equity issues and why this project is compelling? The COVID pandemic really did lay bare what we've known about health for a long time, which is that who you are, where you live, where you work, and what resources you have are really important factors to health. We saw, for instance, that Black, Brown, and Indigenous communities consistently suffered a greater burden of COVID than white communities. And we have decades of research now that tell us that those disparities are not because of inherent genetic biological differences between groups, but because of the social, political, built, and physical environments in which we are born, live, and age. And we know that those environments are actually responsible for a much greater proportion of population health outcomes than health care. And what's important to understand about those environments? Well, it's that they are the products of human decision-making generations of social and political choices that shape our environments and either provide conditions in which to thrive or conditions which make us physically, mentally, and cognitively unhealthy. And because so much of our health is due to these constructed environments, health disparities are not inevitable. And that's why we're increasingly referring to them as health inequities or health injustices, to reflect that these differences are fundamentally unfair. And this element of fairness is where law comes into play. Law plays a role here because it's the way we decide what's fair in our society. It's how we organize society and social hierarchies, distribute resources, and shape environments. So law itself is a key social determinant of health. Is this what shapes the work at the consortium? Yes, very much. At the consortium, we're working in areas that are traditionally recognized as relating to health, such as healthcare cost and access, but we're also working to address the social determinants of health that we know are critical to giving everyone a shot at a healthy life. These are things like the education and prison systems, financial health, or even just being able to assert your right to have a voice in your own life or care. I often joke that most of our colleagues at Hastings are all secretly health lawyers, 
If you're working to improve housing or employment law to make it more equitable, you are touching on a key determinant of health. If you are trying to make the bankruptcy system more equitable and fair, you are working on a determinant of health. If you are working to address climate change, you are working on one of the most fundamental determinants of health facing us as a species in the next decades. I wonder how many lawyers fully understand the relationship between their work and health outcomes. Yeah, most lawyers are unaware of the health impacts of the work that they do. So in addition to the research and clinical work that we do at the consortium, we're working to educate the next generation of leaders in law and health to understand how these big structural forces connect to one another and set the conditions for all of us to live healthy lives. We need leaders who can work together to connect health with justice. And that is the capacity environment that we're trying to build the consortium. Sari, you were instrumental in laying out the topics that we're going to discuss. Over six episodes, we speak with a range of amazing innovators, practitioners, and researchers. Could you overview the topics we will be covering in the series? Yes, uh, we'll kick off the series with a discussion about the social determinants of health, which provides the basis for understanding health equity and injustice. From there, we cover a range of topics, including a new initiative to disrupt the school to prison pipeline. We cover asylee healthcare and the conservatorship system, among other topics. And two of our conversations relate to my work at the California Preacher and Birth Initiative. We discuss the California law designed to combat bias in perinatal care and how the implementation is going, and also learn about community-based participatory research. Throughout the series, I've learned so much from this group of inspiring people doing incredible work. To the listeners, thank you for tuning in. To you, Sarah, thank you for partnering with me on Contraindicated. Here we go.